our best memory recollections and our best learnings is to be connected to painful moments. Yeah. So painful moments come from I've just screwed something up or I'm really struggling with trying to crack this thing. And so for me, every painful moment or every tough situation that I'm trying to unlock, it instantly triggers my brain, not only on the reflection piece, but where has someone else cracked this before? Because Mm -hmm. there is no unique problem for me. There is no unique mountain to climb. Like someone's done it before. It's now on me to find that. Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs in a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling teams from the inside? While most startup content focuses on the founder or investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about accelerating your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Kai. Like this show is about you. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Merry Christmas, Mike. Woo! Special Christmas episode. We are three days away from Christmas and we, we've, we've thrown this in, mm. in the mix. Um, we uh, came into the studio to record something special for you nice. in your off time. Um, and why don't we do that? Well, today's episode is all about learning mm. and it's all about upskilling and maybe for people in this world, um, I, for me in particular, I love over the sort of heading into the new year in particular. Yes like just starting to digest some cool stuff when you're hanging out. 100%. Relaxing. Yes. Um, now, Mike, you are quite the um, consumer of mm. content. Mm. Um, and proud, uh, proud avid learner. Yeah, proud avid learner. Um, and I want to unpack that today because mm. a lot of people ask you internally, yes, um, and maybe externally too, how you get through so much. Let's just get some, some high-level stats on maybe what you're consuming Ooh. amidst having a family of three kids and, yep. and running a business. Yeah. Um, I probably read in the vicinity of 30 to 50 books a year. I don't know, like five plus hours of, you know, podcasts and YouTube stuff, you know, and obviously snacking on content where needed. And, but books is, books are my main go-to. And by the way, I'm not like an avid reader by default. Like I hated reading like at school, um, like I hated English. And so it's something that I've built over the years. Um, and, yeah, a lot of people go like, how the hell do you consume so yeah. much content? And so that's what I wanted to focus on in this episode. And it's particularly important over the Christmas break because you have a bit of downtime and I really look forward to it. Like I've, mm. I can't wait. Like I'm going to consume a bunch of uh, content and, you know, reflect, uh, set some goals for the, for the new year. And so kind of learning, reflecting um, all comes together a lot for me around this time of the year. Um, but yeah, we should definitely unpack like how the hell uh, to become this avid learning machine. The goal of learning is not to memorize stuff so you can ace a test, right? That's that's school and it's often how people think about learning and reading books and frankly, school's fucked us up from that perspective yeah. as an adult in learning. So if the goal is not to memorize, to yeah, like consume a whole book, the goal of learning is really to get the aha moments that help propel you forward for whatever problem you're trying to solve or mm. whatever it is that you're looking to get a lot better at right now. So for me, that means if I pick up a $7 Kindle book and it helps me solve one of the biggest problems on my mind right now, if I haven't read all of chapter three, like if I'm going through chapter three and I'm tuning out, it's not like it's not really jamming, I'd have no hesitation in just flipping through that and then just 
jumping onto the next one. And I'm like, okay, cool. Get it. Story, story, story. No guilt. Yeah. Aha moment. And so I will still call that book read, even if I've maybe only viewed technically 40% of the words in that book. Yeah. But I will be able to distill accurately like, hey, these were the two things or the three things, or this is the one thing that I got out of this book that gave me this aha moment. Mm. So I'll give an example, like, when I started um, having to figure out how to do sales, you know, when you know starting a company, you know, I hadn't done um, sort of sales the way that we, you know, do sales here. We're going through a deal cycle with a customer, et cetera. And one of the challenges that I found was, um, you know, we'd do a demo, they'd be like really interested. And then we'd sort of be stuck near the end of that deal process. Right. And I was kind of like, huh, like how do I, how do I basically close these deals? Yeah. Um, and I did a bunch of research. So that was a big problem that was on my mind. And then I came across this book that was recommended called The Perfect Close. And I mean, I read that book probably seven years ago. I don't think about it much day to day, but I can still remember the bigger hummum that I got out of that book, which is invite the prospect to take the next step in the stage. And the yep. way to do that was basically try a bunch of uh, methods to get them to the next stage. And they had this sentence, which was the perfect close, which is, hey, Kai, does it make sense if we now get you a contract for your team to review? And so you propose the next thing, Sweet. but you frame it in this wording, which is, does it make sense if we X, Y, Z? Then the person can be like, whoa, 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 hold your horses. Like, we're nowhere near contract stage here, bro. Like, we need to get, you know, sign. And then you'd be like, okay, well, what do you recommend as the next step? Yeah. And it was a... So that's a really great example. There was a bunch of stories. There was a bunch of fluff around it. But that was really the critical message. And that changed, um, you know, and helped propel me forward in figuring out how to unlock some of these deals. So in each book, I've got either one of these aha moments or two or three. And it's always connected to a problem that I'm trying to solve at the moment or a thing that I'm trying to upskill and getting better or something that's really big on my mind. And this concept I've heard referred to as just-in-time learning. Right. Right. Uh, and, and and we've talked about this. I've talked about it with Alex, who's been on the pod before in, in, in some detail. Yes. You sort of got just-in-case learning. Right. And just-in-time learning. Yes. Um, I know for me in particular, I've fallen into the trap sometimes of like reading a book because it sounds interesting. Right. But it's actually like designed for like a chief product officer mm. um, who's solving those problems. And it's like, there's some good stuff there. Sure. But it's not relevant to a visceral pain I'm trying to sort of avoid or fix yes. um, or an opportunity I'm trying to capture yes. right now. Yes. Um, and, and you've talked about why that sticks in your brain, right? Why does that quote stick in your brain? Well, I mean, I'll tell you a little quick story. Like when we were moving from uh, Singapore, we're living in Singapore, working for Microsoft, and then we moved back to Australia. Um, on that move back, uh, our middle daughter, Charlotte, who um, yeah, is now 10, 11, like she was, she was a toddler at the time. And we, as we were um, going to board the plane, we had to go through this like lift. And then when the lift doors opened, uh, she was leaning on it and we didn't quite notice. Um, and then as the door, lift door uh. opened, it like scraped off uh. like all her skin on her palm. Oh my. Kai's eyes are watering right Content now. Content warning. Okay. <laughs> now what's interesting in this, uh, oh, poor little thing, like she had a like hand grip closed and we had to like go this whole flight with, mm. you know, um, she, poor little thing, you had her hand like gripped closed for like a week or two after it all healed and everything's all fine. But what's interesting is you see Charlotte now, like she she, she barely remembers much as a two, three-year-old, right? Uh. Uh, or however old she was at that time, three, four. But now around lifts, yeah. like she is very clear yes. and almost obsessive-like about people staying away from the doors opening and closing, I right? I don't doubt that, yeah. Right. So she... Where I'm going with the story is our best memory recollections and our best learnings. Um, you can take four million years of source code of us all being alive here today. You know the process of evolution is to be connected to to painful moments. Yeah. So 
painful moments come from I've just screwed something up or I'm really struggling with trying to crack this thing. You hands I remember that specific story about trying to close these deals. I didn't know how to do it. And so for me, every painful moment or every tough situation that I'm trying to unlock, it instantly triggers my brain, not only on the reflection piece, but where has someone else cracked this before? Because mm-hmm. there is no unique problem for me. There is no unique mountain to climb. Like someone's done it before. It's now on me to find that. Now that often exists in books. And the reason books are great is because it's a distilled, punchy way of getting to that area that you're trying to get better at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I often will, like my, my, my usual go-to is like, um, let's say I want to get better at uh, figuring out how to structure a customer success team, which is something that we're thinking about now. There's a mm. few different ways of, of structuring it, right? So I will then search for some books on that content. You know, I think the Winning by Design stuff's great. So like I'll skim read, you know, some of the, the books around that. You know, they then released a new course and they had a webinar. So I watched that. Yep. I'll then do a YouTube search and there were a couple of SASTA talks at a conference. So like I'll speed listen Mate. to that. And, you know, I willingly pay, I mean, it's, it's a, pretty crazy price for YouTube premium. I think it's like 15 bucks a month or um, I think it's quite expensive. However, I willingly pay for that because then A, I don't get the ads and then B, I can just put a YouTube um, talk on and I'm almost all my YouTube I don't watch. It's almost 95% audio only. I yeah. kind of use it as a podcast and I put that YouTube clip, I'll build a little playlist of you know customer success talks and I'll build mm. a little playlist and then cool. I'll hit press play on that playlist and while I'm doing some washing up or I'm cleaning around the house or you know doing something where I'm not like... Uh, cognitively required to be engaged um, I'll put on that talk I'll put it on 2x speed I'll put my airpods in and I'll consume that way or I'll catch up a little bit on the audiobook and then I'll catch up back you know on the book you know that evening um, but it's just become part of my habit and routine we, you know I, I will read a bit of a book every single day and it is always related to a problem or a pain that I'm trying to solve right now yeah it's it's, it's great let me play that back just see mm. if I've captured all that right um, so step one is like really think critically about what your sort of biggest pain or sort of like most pressing problem is right now. Yes. Like this week. And I would even also go one step further, which is it could just be whatever is the biggest thing on your mind. Like, so there was right. a, there was nice. a, there was a, there was a point um, a few months ago where there wasn't really a big painful thing or a big problem to solve. But I was like, we did this uh, sales course internally. We did a training episode um, and then I walked away from that and the team were like, oh shit, Mike, that was great. Like got lots of tips. And then as soon as I walked out, I was like a bit cheeky. I was kind of like, yeah, but you'll all fucking forget this in like <laughs> two weeks time. Right. Um, and then that made me go, huh? Like I was just pondering this question of what is the best scientific way to have learning, um, you know, really be retained well. And so then I was like, huh? And I couldn't get that thought out of my head. It still was bubbling around. And then, you know, that night I jump into my Kindle and then I, um, like find a bunch of books around like, the latest in science and learning and what have you. And then I'll just snack on some of that stuff. I'll skim through and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Like this works well, this works well. Um, and so yes, to your point one, it's either related to a pain, a problem to be solved or just whatever is the biggest thing that's on your mind that may be bugging you or you may be interested in. Yeah. You now want to connect that to learning because yes. you're, you're actually going to love it. Like what I find is a lot of people go, oh, I've got to get through that book or I never have time for books. Or, I really want to read that. And they guilt themselves over these fucking books. Like yeah. they guilt themselves over stuff they've bought or they've got there or haven't finished that thing. Like forget that. That's like school way of learning, right? right? Like you started something and you're not into it anymore. Fine. Like yeah. don't worry about Throw it. it. Like no one gives a shit. Like all that matters with learning is that it's helping you unlock some aha moments to break through um, to improve in an area or to solve that problem. And so if I'm not engaged in learning, like if I'm not engaged in what I'm reading, I either flick through that chapter pretty quickly, skim through the rest, or I just give up on the goddamn thing and I go find something else that's going to help Love me um, 
get the aha moments that I need for what I'm interested in. Love it. So that's the number one thing. What's the biggest thing on your mind? Think about that. Yes. Number two is go and snack to find the most believable sources. Yes, this is important. In this space, right? The hunting for the expert. Spotify search bar, YouTube search bar, even TikTok search bar. Like you can go down any of those rabbit holes and snack short form. Yep. And then find the the believable sources that you like, whether it's winning by design for customer success, et cetera. And then dive deeper. Yes. Optimizing for the aha moments, yes. not completion. Yes. And I, if I don't know, I will ask trusted people. Yes. So, because uh, I may not know. An example um, is, you know, if someone wants to be, okay, like what's a good way of doing product marketing as an example, I may not know the best you know, believable people because every man under the, you know, under the sun is like writing content now. And so like what's good content and what's good, you know, books and, and so forth. You know, I may reach out to someone who I would say they've really conquered this thing. They've got expertise and I'll say, Hey, I'm looking at hiring our first product marketing team. Yeah, this is something that was on my mind a few years ago. Um, you know, what content do you recommend around that? Like it could be a book or it could be a talk or it could be, you know, someone's um, podcast. Um, but yeah, like, the, the process of hunting to find, you know, the right content, you know, is important. And yeah. for me, I find the Apple search in um, podcast for some reason just appears to be the best. Maybe Spotify has gotten better. Um, but podcast search, YouTube search, and then obviously just straight up like um, Amazon, Kindle and, you know, Twitter for books about stuff. Just yes. go Reddit ham, you know, go ham, um, which is very appropriate for Christmas. <laughs> um, last piece, literally sub 30 seconds. Mm. What is your thought on thoughts on Blinkist? Mm. and sort of like really sort of condensed like cordial versions of books. Yeah, I've been a Blinkist user now for, I don't know, five-ish years. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I find it useful to, if I don't know if it's a believable topic, to quickly skim over it and go, fuck, there are five really great points. I'm now going to go grab the book. And it's it's I probably used it more to rule out content than rule in content, actually. Interesting. So it's just a part of that decision-making. Yeah, or, or the other thing that I've used Blinkist for is... Um, when I've read a book before uh, and I remember, you know, let's say hard thing about hard things, one of my favorite books of all time, yeah. you know, I've read that, you know, I don't know, four or five times, but then I'll be like, Oh, what was the main, th-? that's actually a bad example. Cause I know that book quite well, but there yeah. may be a book that I, um, radical candor is a good book. I read it when right. it came out, really liked it. I get the principles, but I don't remember the like five mega points that were in yes. the book. And so if there's a situation that comes up and I'm like, Oh, the radical candor thing might be good here for this person or this situation, I might go to Blinkist and then get the 10 minute summary of that book refresh. to refresh my memory as to what were the main things were. Boom. A lot of. Oh, last thing is like highlighting in Kindle. Uh, so I use highlights a lot. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and then exporting the highlights um, is another way, another great way to um, go back over the content again. Yeah, we've been experimenting with a tool called Readwise to, to bring some of those highlights into one place as mm. well. So much in this space. We're both nerds in this space as well, which is Indeed. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about this stuff for ages, but basically I would say I'm giving you permission in this podcast to unfuck your learning methods from school <laughs> and really go use learning to have it linked to the biggest thing on your mind, the biggest thing you're trying to conquer or the biggest problem that you need to solve. Boom. With that, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your just-in-time learning. Woo! Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Startup Jobs. Uh, if something resonated with you in today's episode, please spread the love uh, and share it with someone in your network who might get something from it. Um, and while you're there, please leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us out in spreading the show, uh, getting it into the ears of new people uh, wanting to get into startup jobs. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.